Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1,722 today, and thank you so much for joining me for it. Thank you so much to subscribers. Thank you so much to patrons of the show helping make this possible every single day through their support at patreon.com slash SW7X7. So today we're going to cover a bit of news that had percolated and then had to be corrected, and it was exciting and strange and mysterious all at once. It is about the seeming revival of Lucasfilm Games. Now that is a name that hasn't been heard in a while, and it was the name that the video game side of Lucasfilm used to have before it then became LucasArts, and then LucasArts had shut its doors a while ago after the acquisition from Disney. And so recently, some sharp-eyed folks noticed that there were job postings for Disney that were referring to Lucasfilm Games all of a sudden, about half a dozen postings, and some folks were like, what's happening? Is Lucasfilm Games starting up again? Is this mean that they're going to take the license from Electronic Arts and do something with it like that? What's happening? Well, seems everybody got worked up a little bit too much over something that was exciting in its own right, but it was just misinterpreted to the nth degree. And to explain, let's go back a little bit. We're going to go back to February and a Disney earnings call where Bob Iger was quoted as saying, we're obviously mindful of the size of that business, the video game business, but over the years, we've tried our hand at self-publishing and we found that we haven't been particularly good at the self-publishing side. And he goes on to say, we've just decided that the best place for us to be in that space is licensing and not publishing. We have good relationships with some of those that we're licensing to, notably EA. So notably there, it would be really strange for them in February to be saying, yeah, we don't want to be in the self-publishing business. We're better off in the licensing business and we're doing fine with EA, only to turn around in March and say... Uh, nope, we're going to start a whole new games division inside Lucasfilm and we're going to kick EA to the curb. Nope, doesn't make sense at all. And if you actually read the job postings themselves, it's kind of readily apparent that what they're intending to do is not to reboot their whole game development system. In fact, here's what it says for the producer job that they have posted. The producer will be a highly motivated individual responsible for managing the review and approval of interactive products that incorporate Lucasfilm IP, such as Star Wars film and television properties, across all digital platforms, including but not limited to mobile, iOS, Android, Windows, console, Sony, PlayStation, Microsoft, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, PC, Mac, and AR slash VR platforms. This person in this role will be responsible for partnering with blah, 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 blah. So the other th side of this is the basic qualifications are looking for someone with six or more years of game producing or combined interactive software development experience with multiple products shipped. And so I think that's what people were jumping on because, yeah, that's kind of intense. But the job description itself right up front says it's about the review and approval. It doesn't say it's about the design and the development or anything like that. 
And there's a guy who's written extensively about the video game industry, Jason, here we go with the name, Schreier. It's a heck of one, S-C-H-R-E-I-E-R. <laughs> anyway, Jason's wrote uh, a couple of books about the industry and also writes for Kotaku, for example. And their website, like he did a story about EA's troubled decade with the Star Wars license, at least. That's how it was you know, set up and the through line of the story and headlined and whatnot. And there's this particular section of that article that I think speaks to what Disney is trying to you know, make a difference about in these Lucasfilm game hirings. Jason writes that the trickier aspects of the Star Wars partnership with EA have certainly rankled developers, which is another reason that fans haven't gotten what they've hoped. Back in 2017, one ex-Visceral developer, Visceral being another video game developer company, and that's owned by Electronic Arts, or EA, described the Lucasfilm approval process to me in brutal fashion. Quote, With Star Wars, you could be talking months, potentially years. Oh, would protagonist Dodger really look like this? What would his weapon look like? Potentially years of that. Would he carry this? Would that really work in the Star Wars universe? With Uncharted, which is not a licensed game, they can build any world they come up with because it's their world. With Star Wars, you have to have that back and forth. Now, I've got to say, uh, you know, that does sound like a bit of an exaggeration to me. I mean, years, really? Ugh, you know, I... I have to admit, I don't know the ins and outs of video game development, so I guess it's entirely possible, but, I mean, you know, months, maybe, you know, weeks seems more likely, I guess months is possible. I mean, I've, you know, in my professional career, I've had the opportunity to work with uh, brands that were licensing their uh, their IP to companies to produce. And I can't say that I ever heard of an experience where years were in the making for an approval or anything like that, even with a back and forth or anything like that. So I don't know. But yeah, I could I could buy weeks, I could buy a month or two, depending on on what's going on. But be that as it may, you know, I think it's definitely a good idea for Disney to be beefing up their Lucasfilm games department and, you know, providing additional support, especially if it does seem like they are going into one new particular category. And I'll talk about that or underline that one for you since it's already been mentioned in just a moment. First, though, I got to remind you to subscribe wherever you like to catch the show, audio version, video version, whichever you prefer. And also, I hope you will consider supporting me in delivering this daily dose of Star Wars joy to you. It's going to be more than daily when we get to Celebration. Oh boy, and wait till you see what I have in store for you at that. Patreon.com slash SW7X7 will be where you can help make it possible and be a part of the magic of Celebration Chicago and 7x7. All right, so AR and VR, that's what the punchline is for this augmented reality and virtual reality. You know, that is really where the technology is headed just in general. And you can see that with the help of ILM XLab, they've been making some significant strides in that area, whether it was the trials on Tatooine business or Jakku Spy or Droid Repair Bay or even Project Porg. Actually, was Droid Repair Bay? 
uh, you know, that one may not count. Um, but Jedi Challenges for sure, and Secrets of the Empire, and now we've got Vader Immortal coming up. So yeah, it's clear that Lucasfilm is making some serious investments in the AR slash VR space, and so bolstering their Lucasfilm games contingent to help deal with review and approval, and also asset management, and all the other aspects that go into developing this kind of content. Well, I think that can only be a good thing. And that is going to do it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.